It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's good, everybody? The Washington Wizards are in the process of maybe potentially moving over to the Commonwealth of Virginia. So we were definitely going to talk about that. Jordan Poole to the Chicago Bears, or the Bulls, excuse me. Um, Intriguing trade, especially for our first-round pick. So we're going to definitely talk about that. And then we're going to end the show looking at a preview for tomorrow night's preview of the New Orleans Pelicans game in D.C. So rock with your boys next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's good, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again, and I'm here with my boy, the real Ed. Oliver. And definitely, we definitely appreciate you guys making Lock the Wizards your first listen every single day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And tonight's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NBA for $20 off your first purchase. So we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, potential move to the Commonwealth of Virginia for the Washington Wizards and the Washington Capitals. Jordan Poole to the Bulls, not the Bears, that is, but the, the Chicago Bulls for a potential first-round pick. And we're going to end the show with a preview for tomorrow night's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. So let's get into it, E. Hot topic right now, not only in the regional news, but in the, in the nation's news, man. Um, looking at the specifics real quick, uh, Miami Sports and Washington Wizards owner Telios has plans to join Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin in Alexandria, Virginia, for a news conference on Wednesday to unveil plans for a proposed new arena complex and entertainment district for the Wizards and the National Hockey League's Washington Capitals. So, um, but looking at this deal, E, um, sources say D.C. is still in the running. But as we all know, anybody from the DMV knows that there's a lot of money in Northern Virginia. And if you look at the fact that Ted Leonsis did ask the D.C. City Council for $600 million to refurbish the Capital One Center, or arena that is, um, what is the percentage of a chance that you see the Washington Wizards 
moving to the Commonwealth of Virginia. And what factors do you think really led to this even being a possibility? Yeah, I, I do think there's a strong chance. Um, of course, there's a lot of news reports. Now, now Woj has tweeted about it. He tweeted about it about an hour ago. Um, he says, Monumental Sports in Washington was just owner Ted Leonson's plan to join Virginia governor. Glenn Youngkin in Atlanta, Alexandria, Virginia, for a news conference on Wednesday to unveil plans for a proposed new arena complex and entertainment district for Wizards and in NHL's capital. So now Woj is on it. He's reporting it. So um, also uh, somebody named Tom Sherwood tweeted out goodbye caps and Wizards deal with Virginia being announced tomorrow morning at Potomac Yards where celebratory announcement tents are being prepared now. A significant blow to D.C. and it's ailing downtown. Sad part is it could have been avoided if the city had acted. That's what Tom Sherwood uh, tweeted out. Now, Tom Sherwood, he is an analyst on 88.5 Radio, Washington City Paper. So uh, he has about 29.5 followers on Twitter as well. So we'll see if he's telling the truth or not tomorrow. I don't know if they're going to be out there cutting down a ribbon and announcing that they're moving to Virginia. We'll see if how true that is. But it seems like, I mean, there's some traction to this for sure. There's some legs to it. I mean, if they're doing all this, they're not wasting their time to do this. Now, Mariel Bowser, she's putting in a proposal uh, from what I've, from what I'm reading and um, hearing over the summer, she submitted a stronger proposal to keep them in DC. Um, we know how the city is kind of, it's going downhill as far as there's a lot of crime. The crime yeah. is going up, you know, young teens stealing cars left and right. Um, even Brian Robinson, a commander, he got shot, you know, from a carjacking yeah. uh the mcdonald's and gallery place got closed because there's so much uh illegal you know you know drug use and just crime except a whole bunch of stuff going on the mcdonald's got closed down that was a bad sign because you know mcdonald's is always making money to the point where they close that down uh, right on the corner of gallery place so yeah. um if they leave dc if they leave gallery place where a poland you know you got, you got a street named after him you know the the team moved their mci center just it revitalized that part of the city. So to see the stadium just leave or the teams leave and it just be a bare stadium, the town, that part of the gallery place is going to get worse and worse. And a lot yeah. of jobs are going to go down, restaurants, revenue. A lot of revenue is going to go down if the team leaves, which would be in- unfortunate for the city of D.C. in that part for sure. Uh, Virginia, that part, Potomac Yards, I'm not too familiar with it. I'm a Maryland and D.C. guy. I don't really move to the parts of Virginia. I know you're a Virginia guy, so – uh, we know it's super expensive, but we know Ted is asking for $600 million to renovate the stadium and upgrade it. Yes, the stadium does need upgrades. It's been there since 1997. It's not a bad stadium, but, you know, it's been there for a while. He's trying to upgrade yeah. it, which I understand as an owner. That's what you're supposed to do. So, um, yeah, it would be unfortunate. Nobody – the ideal thing is to have the team in the city that they're playing in. Of course, a lot of teams like the Giants are in New Jersey. There's a lot of teams that are not in the actual city. Of course, the the commanders are in Maryland. They're not – they're the Washington Commanders, but they're in Landover, Maryland. Facilities yeah. are Virginia, but um, yeah, it'd be unfortunate. The traffic is, is is the traffic's not great in DC, but the traffic would be worse in that part of Virginia for sure. The traffic is is just it's just tough in Northern Virginia for sure. So yeah, it would be unfortunate. It would be a, a tougher commute for some people, uh, probably an easier commute for you. But you know, Ted, you know he he it sounds like he really wants to move the team, or this could be a negotiating tactic where he wants a bigger deal from Bowser in DC. Now Bowser, she really is adamant about getting the commanders to DC and RFK. So he may be like, Hey, I want you to show that same energy for me and the, and the wizards and really put up some money for the wizards, you know, to stay there. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, man. A big announcement tomorrow. I'm, I'm intrigued to see what happens. 
Yeah, um, I'll be totally honest, man. And I'm gonna look at everything through the lens of through sports. I'm not there's obviously not a political outlet, so I'm gonna refrain from the politics side of it. But looking at it, I'm not surprised, man. And it's unfortunate because I I truly believe that it was avoidable. Um, Virginia cat, country boy from Virginia, um from North Virginia, man. The first taste I got of DC, man, I was hooked. I've been a DC guy since growing up, man. I love the city, I love everything about DC, I love the culture. I'm a DC guy, man. Um, but looking at this, we know what the position the city's in right now. You know, we know that crime right now is up. <laughs> is it's at a 25 year high right now? Um, murder, carjackings, the whole nine, robbery. Um, these are issues that we're facing in the district. Um, for you viewers and listeners who are from DC, you know exactly, you know, you know what I'm talking about. Um, and then on the flip side, man, on the Virginia side, look, North Virginia, man, it, the last 30 years is the fastest growing area in the country and i believe now it's charlotte north carolina but you know the, the sports side now is leaking into the political side because now you know you got teams that are threatening to leave and if you look at the dynamics of the area where they're trying to go potomac um it is man it's high price i mean I, i'm from virginia but i don't go into northern northern virginia too much because it's just it's a very very high priced area but i'm not surprised man because you, you mentioned the e um we mean you have gone to many wizards games and and we both grew up in the area. And, you know, the area is synonymous with poverty. It's, it's synonymous with, you know, you, I mean, let's be real. You very well can see a bum and a crackhead on the way into the arena. I mean, <laughs> that's real talk. I mean, it's just, it is sad because, you know, we were talking about um, about it before the show, man, whereas downtown is usually your money spot when any major city. That's supposed to be the... If anywhere in the city is nice, is downtown, or I guess rather uptown in this example, because it'd be northwest. But you know, the center of the city is where you see, you know, the, where a lot of money's made for a lot of cities, and you just don't see it with DC. So I'm not surprised, man. Now I do believe I'm. Now I, I do believe there's a very strong possibility they go to Virginia, but you're righty. I think that I was thinking there's also that this could be a ploy by Ted Leonsis to get that six hundred million dollars to refurbish Capital One Center. But here's the thing, man, you know, um, it's like putting lipstick on a pig. Even if you get that $600 million, man, if you don't invest in the surrounding area, I mean, it's, it's all for nothing because you still have to go through that area to go to the arena. And people, let's be real. Like I said, I love DC, man, but let's be totally 100 here, man. Somebody who's trying to take their kids to a Wizards game is not going to be willing to do that if there's fear that they might get carjacked or somebody's going to take a pot shot at them. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, like, these are issues that has to be addressed for this team to stay here because now we're shifting outside of sports. You know, it has a lot to do with a lot of factors. And like I said, I'm not going to get into that, but, you know, it's a very real possibility. And I think that this should be a wake-up call to D.C. City Council and the D.C. local government and say, look, teams are being real. We will leave if you do not put money into the areas, man, because, again, if you look at FedEx Field, you know, there's apartment buildings outside of FedEx Field, but outside of that, not much money has really been put into that area. And I know you're you're a PG County guy, man. So you know the area around uh, FedEx, man. So I think that with a, a Capital One, and I know with uh, FedEx, man, they need to put some money into the areas, man. They really do. They got to really put some money into keeping these teams in D.C. Because, like you said, there's a lot of examples. NBA, Detroit Pistons technically do not play in Detroit. They play in Auburn Hills, which is a you know suburb of Detroit. So it's a possibility. And so I, I hope this is a wake up call because it's really disparaging to see 
a Washington team playing in another state. I firmly want the commanders to be back in D.C. Look, Merlin has the Baltimore Ravens. Let them have the Ravens. You know, it's time for D.C. football team to come back home. And with the Wizards and the, and the Capitals, man, this is that would be a major blow. It really would because there's a lot of history here, especially looking at the, the former owner. Um, it would be a blow. But it's a very, very real possibility, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, another interesting part is that they did um, – they made the deal with um, Qatar. They made that deal over the offseason. Yeah. So, you know, we'll see what, what happens with that. Um, but, yeah, and, and Muriel Bowser, for the people that don't know who are not from the area, you know, she is the mayor of D.C. So, you know, she's been very adamant about the commanders coming to D.C. So, you know, we – you know, she definitely has to show that urgency with making a deal for the Wizards to stay in D.C. personally. And it's not just the Wizards, too. The Capitals, you know, Capitals fans are going to be affected yeah. as well. You know, so I know there's there's a lot of Cavs fans in Virginia for sure. But, you know, do people want to make that commute out to uh, Potomac Yards or, or Crystal yeah. City? Um, that part of Northern Virginia. I know, I know it's not super far from where the stadium is right now. I got to look it up and kind of see because I, I haven't even I, I don't really go to Potomac Yards like that at all. So how how far is it from from the stadium right now? Um, on a good day with traffic, it's probably a thirty minute drive just because you got to go across yeah. the bridges. You got to go across right, the, um, yeah. Anacostia. So, um, yeah. But I mean, you're right there on Constitution. If you're coming over from um, Alexandria Arlington, you go across Constitution in the DC. You're right around the corner for Capital One. So, will it really impact people getting to the games per se? Not not really because it will still be um, metro access, which is the key factor. You know, mm-hmm. as long as you have metro access, it's money, but um, it's just, you know, I think from a historical standpoint, it's just this illuminates issues that they have in the city, man. And, and, and you know, and it's sad because to see your pro teams leave, man, is just it's not a good sign. And like I said, from a guy who has been in love with D.C. my whole life, man, I don't personally want to see the Wizards and the Caps leave. But, you know, money talks and <laughs> there's a lot of money in Northern Virginia, man. Let me tell you. And there's a very real possibility, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. So yeah, it would actually it would add another thirty minutes and more traffic, which, you know, is already a nice commute, a nice long commute for people already. So you don't want to add on more time to it for sure. So, you know, we'll see tomorrow. I'm I'm excited to see what happens, man, because I know it's gonna be an uproar, man. People are gonna go crazy if this really does happen, and nothing may happen tomorrow. But you know, as somebody said, uh, uh, the the Tom Sherwood reported that there are tents being set up, so something. Sounds like something is in the air, like something is going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, before we roll, man, um, and I roll into another subject, man. Um, shout out to Rick Steiner, man. Rick Steiner's Washington um, mm-hmm. YouTube channel. He uh, he said that there was a previously a deal with when Jack King Cook was owner of the mm-hmm. at can the, the former name of uh, the Commanders, but um, and that they were this close to moving to Virginia at one point, and mm-hmm. the deal didn't go through, and um, DC came through at the last minute. So it's not a hundred percent. Yeah, but like I said, um, I hope this experience really shines light on what needs to happen in DC, man. So DC could be that place where people can be, feel safe to bring the kids to watch a game. That's why I'm coming because I mean, beautiful city, beautiful culture. We, we got to fix it up, man. Like I said, I love DC, so um, I, I'm hoping this is a wake up call. So, um, moving on, we're gonna talk about some Jordan Pool and how the pool party just has not started in DC yet. Uh, we have a potential trade. Package sending him to Chicago. So we're going to look at that next. But before we do, tonight's episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. 
So our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fancy Basketball host Josh Lloyd to bring you some of the best fancy picks each week, all season long. Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, each week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to fit on your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us this week on eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fancy Picks of the Week. And there's some interesting names. Um, Isaiah Hardestine, man, man, with with Mitch Robinson out eight to ten weeks, Hardestine is a guy I look to even, you know, he's going to get significant minutes, man, and definitely he's going to close the game on Monday. So look at Isaiah Hardenstein. Uh, Dante Exum, the Mavs are stuck down with injuries, and while that is the case, Exum looks like a solid addition to your team on fantasy if you need that scoring boost. Uh, one big name for me, uh, Keontae George out of Baylor. Uh, he had a big game on Monday, but if you look at his stat line, man, um, he is currently averaging 11.5 points, three rebounds, five assists. So if you need some bench points and some assists off the um, the bench for you on your waiver wire, definitely consider Keontae George, man, because he is lighting it up right now. And then a couple more names, Alzer Thompson. Um, if Thompson is dropped, definitely go grab him. I'm trying to say, because if you definitely need a couple guys on the waiver, waiver wire, like I do, Lord, um, he is back in the starting lineup. And hopefully, Monty Wings will realize, realize um, his error of not giving him significant playing time. And finally, Jonathan Kuminga, a bit of a left field pick, but he is actually starting to um, really look good. Um, last couple of games, man, he has looked really, really good. So definitely consider Jonathan Kuminga, especially in the rebound department. And blocks because he is the physical guy, so definitely look at him. But Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And the eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being the perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So definitely, definitely consider eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts for your one number one ride or die, you can make sure that your ride stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED lights, roof rack, bumpers. Whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, man, look, you're burning rubber, not cash. So keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only, exclusions up. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Live and Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 7 covering the top sports stories of the day. The local experts of Locked On Plus are national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national 24 7 streaming channel. So, um, moving on, man. Um, there was a trade proposal, and I've seen this trade a few times, and it's very, very interesting trade. Um, and the trade proposal is this, um, sending Jordan Poole to the Chicago Bulls for Lonzo Ball's contract and this year's number one pick for the Chicago Bulls. So, E, um, how are you feeling about that trade? You think that the number one pick in this year's draft for the Chicago Bulls is worth taking on Lonzo Ball's contract and offloading Jordan Poole's contract? Uh, it's a tough one, man, because, yeah, it's, it's unfortunate how the Jordan Poole situation has played out um this season so far he just 
hasn't lived up to expectations. Uh, wildly inconsistent. Uh, we know we knew coming in he wasn't a great defender. But um, you just some of the shack in the full moments, just not focused at some points. Yeah, he's he's been more focused as far as like looking at the playbook and looking at West Until Junior's plays on the sidelines. Just like body language has certainly improved um, from what it was in the the first couple games of the season, but still very underwhelming. And uh, his trade value has gone down. It's probably as low. It's like is 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 pretty bad right now at this point. So um, getting a first would be good. You would probably have to take back a bad contract as far as uh, Lonzo Ball, a guy who hasn't played for, what, two years now? And and honestly, his career is really up in the air. Uh, I know the reports were that, you know, his big baller brand shoes didn't help his feet out at all or his ankles, and that was a big part in him, uh, not or his knee and him not being able to play the last two seasons. And we know that him going back and forth with Stephen A. Smith, Stephen A. Smith said that Lonzo Ball could barely – he struggled to sit down and get back yeah. up. And Lonzo Ball made a video kind of going back and forth with uh, Stephen A. Smith. But it's like, you know, he still hasn't played in the last couple of years, which is very concerning. Um, but we know in the past that the Thunder would take on bad contracts and just to load up on picks. Like they took on Al Horford's contract to yeah. get a, a pick. So they've done – we've seen the Thunder, you know, because Will Dawkins is – a Thunder disciple. Um, same thing with Michael Winger. Both these guys came from the Thunder, so they, that's a Oklahoma City Thunder way of doing thing, way of a way of rebuilding. Now, Lonzo Ball, he's a free agent in twenty twenty five. He has a player option twenty four twenty five, so he actually doesn't have many years left on his contract. That is a good thing. Uh, of course, he's going to pick up that player option for next year. It's twenty one million dollars, so his contract's not. It's not. It's bad only because. He uh, is, just has not been available. We don't even know if he's going to play next year. Next year is up in jeopardy, too. We, you know, he's been out so long. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, Jordan Poole it is is almost to that point where they're going to be begging teams to pick up the phone and, and make a deal with him. That's just how low his trade value is. As far as, like, Kuzma, Kuzma's trade value, I think, is pretty solid at this point. But as far as Poole, yeah, it, it, it's, it's to the point where we're having this conversation right now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what can you really get for him? You know, he's – Jordan Poole is making about what twenty eight million. Let me look at uh, Jordan Poole's contract real quick here. Uh, so yeah, it's unfortunate to the point where you you yeah four years one hundred twenty eight million dollars uh, for Jordan Poole. So Jordan Poole is gonna be making thirty one mil. He's gonna make it. Jordan Poole's gonna be making twenty nine mil in twenty four the twenty four twenty five thirty one mil in twenty five twenty six thirty four mil in twenty six twenty seven. So he's not gonna be a free agent until twenty twenty seven. So yeah, Jordan Poole's contract is not attractive at all, especially the way that he's playing right now. So yeah, um, it's something to consider. I would look for a better deal than just Lonzo on a first, but and looking at the Bulls roster right now, they uh, they are trying to offload guys and get rid of players. They, you know, they do have Pat Williams. We talked about Pat Williams, so yeah, they they don't really have anybody attractive other than that. I do like the way Kobe White is playing. I think Kobe White is playing well, but I don't think the Bulls are going to trade him because he's he's playing really good ball right now. Yeah. So um, I I I I I probably wouldn't take the trade right now, but it's something to consider around the trade deadline in February. I'll say this, man. Um, right now I'm gonna say no. Closer to the deadline, I'm gonna say yes. Because once Chicago starts offloading some of these contracts like Vucevic, uh, Levine, uh, DeRozan, then they're slated to be a pretty bad team. So I'm going to say, yeah, because if you can add, I've, I've been saying this, I said it last year's draft, and I'm going to say this going to this draft. 
I believe we need to go into the draft with another lottery pick. Because, again, if you can come out of this draft with a center and a point guard, I think we are a good, good place after the draft, especially with what we already have, which is long-term Bilal and Denny. You know, and we'll see about everybody else. But um, I think it's a good deal. You know, because, if you know, like you said, you're looking at a player option. You know, if I'm Lonzo, I'm, I'm, I'm going to enact that player option because I'm going to get paid to sit at the house. Um, but even then, it's one year. We're in a rebuild. So that 35, because I believe his uh, his uh, cap hit is 35 million. I mean, that for one year where we're not going to be competitive, I'll take that because it's the first round pick. Because, I mean, by moving Levine, by moving DeRozan, Vucevic, man, they're going to get uh, some picks back. So I think this is a good pick, man. You know, Chicago, after they make those moves, because I think they're going to eventually blow it up, man. You know, right now they're talking a lot of teams, seeing what the right fit is, but it behooves the Chicago Bulls to blow it up because they're kind of like where we were with Bradley Bill and KP, like, you know, what are we doing? Like, we need to make a decision here. And I think they need to go ahead and push that reset button, man, like we did. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely making a move. Uh, Jordan, here's the thing, though. Like we've been saying, um, does, I don't think it's a question of do we say yes. Does the Chicago Bulls say yes? Because, mm-hmm. again, right now, Jordan Poole doesn't have a lot of value. And, you know, yeah, they might be rebuilding, but why would they want the headache? Like, you know, and I'm, and I'm just being real. I'm being 100. Like, why would they want the headache of Jordan Poole? Like, is a first-round pick really that amount to say, you know, the, that amount of compensation to deal with a guy who has some maturing to do? Um, and I guess you can't really say change of scenery because he's been here, like, how many games? Like, 22 games? So it's not mm. so much of a change of scenery because he ain't been here one year. So um, I think that we need to build his value up. But if the opportunity is there at the deadline, yes, absolutely. Because if you can go in this – again, going into this draft, man, if you have another pick, that is money, man, especially for a rebuilding team like the Wizards. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, so it, it has gotten to the point where you have to have the conversation uh, for sure. Lonzo Ball, you know, he, he's he's a solid player whenever he's healthy. He just has not been healthy for the last two to three years. It's unfortunate the way his career is going. Um, but, yeah, no, I would definitely look at some other options, and uh, you're, you're not going to get much at this point. I know there's not a lot of teams probably picking up the phone or really calling for Jordan Poole at this point. Maybe, a, you know, as a six-man coming off the bench, you're just like, you know, do you really want to give up a first-round pick for that? Yeah. Um, we, I think we would be not not lucky to get a first-round pick for Jordan Poole at this point, but we would be fortunate yeah. to get a first. It would, it would probably be like a three-team deal, kind of like what we got for Przingis where we ended up with Tyus in a second. That's kind of what I'm thinking right now you would get for Jordan Poole at this point um, because – you know, we got we traded Chris Paul and aging Chris Paul for Jordan Poole. So it, it'd probably be something similar to that where Lonzo Ball to the point where his knees and his, his ankles are so bad to the point where he is kind of like he's a 30-year-old veteran, you know, at, at, yeah. at this point where it's just so many injuries he's suffered, you know, it's unfortunate. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see what Jordan, because we, we know, we come to the conclusion Jordan Poole is not going to be here next year yeah so nah. we I, i'm intrigued to see will dawkins and michael wingers travis Lane, they have a lot on their hands man they got a lot of work to do with some of these guys and making deals man they they got their hands full with making the deal for jordan Poole for sure yeah they got a monumental task i'm just saying yeah. so <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna go ahead and slide into the preview for tomorrow night's game at home versus the new orleans pelicans but before we do Ed's gonna holler at us about game time tonight Yes, sir. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. You shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. Game Time is the fast and easy way 
to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last-minute deals, all on prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Last-minute tickets, flash deals, and zone deals as well. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event and even an hour before it starts. It's the place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals, and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and even more. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. It's L O C K E D O N N B A. No matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax experts make them count. Did you say no to a big wedding and elope at the county courthouse? That's a move. Did you go back to school to get your degree? That's a move. Did you relocate for a fresh start? Well, that's literally a move. Maybe you moved into a houseboat instead of a house house, or switched gears from rideshare driving to video game streaming, or you rode the stock market to the moon and back. TurboTax experts make all your moves count, getting you every credit and deduction you deserve. They'll file with 100% accuracy and get you your max refund guaranteed. So, Switch to TurboTax. Make your moves. They'll make them count. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com guarantees. Experts only available with TurboTax Live. Absolutely. So uh, before we roll tonight, we're going to do a preview for tomorrow night's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. So um, look at the time, man. We're getting a little close. So um, going out, man, um, what matchup are you looking forward to tomorrow night? Now, looking at the depth chart real quick. I mean, Zion Williamson is day-to-day, so we'll see is a game-time decision on him. But, I mean, Valachunas, man, again, a Wizards killer. Um, right now they got Herb Jones, that small forward. Brandon Ingram playing the two, which I don't really understand that. I would have him on the wing, but that's another conversation. But And C.J. McCollum at point guard. So what matchup are you looking forward to tomorrow night? Um, definitely whoever's guarding Zion and Brandon Ingram. They, they have a lot yeah. of guys. They have a deep team. Um, CJ McCollum as well. So they got a deep team. Like who, who's going to be guarding Zion is going to be Denny. Denny did a, remember when Denny did a good job on Brandon Ingram a couple years ago. So can he do that again? Uh, like he did two, two seasons ago, but yeah, whoever's guarding Zion, that's going to be a tough task. He just came off a big game. Uh, he was called out, you know, media was calling him fat. They've been calling him fat forever. <laughs> but um, he didn't play well in the in-season tournament. He had he had a couple stinkers where he didn't play well. He didn't look focused. Uh, he definitely looked focused the other game uh, last night that they played. And, uh, you know, is Gaffer going to play? He's still questionable. But Zion yeah. is, is questionable as well. So he he may not even play. Um, but, yeah, I, I would definitely say those matchups right there. Really just Ingram and uh, – of course, you got to look at the bigs. Valanciunas is a guy that certainly has hurt the Wizards his fair share of his career. He's gotten easy double doubles. If Gaffer plays, or if not, it's it's still going to be it probably will be a double double for uh, Giannis Valanciunas. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the Pelicans just beat the Timberwolves one hundred twenty one one hundred seven. The Timberwolves are a pretty good team. I mean, they're seventeen and five, so they just beat a legitimate uh, playoff team. Uh, um and what is he a Zion had 36. He went 13 for 17 from the field, 10 for 12 from the free throw line. So I could certainly see him do that again. Brandon Ingram had 20. Valanciunas had 14 or 13. And uh, I could see him easily getting a double double. Season McCollum had 23. Trey Murphy the third, who uh was in the same draft as Corey Kisper, he had 10 points 
off the bench. So they're a deep team. Herbert Jones, he's he's scrappy. He had seven rebounds. I mean, he had ten rebounds, five assists, and seven points. So uh, this could this has blowout potential, man. This is another game where it could be a blowout. This could be a game again where they're waving a white flag because this is a this is a bad matchup for the Wizards. The the Pelicans are yeah. a physical team. Zion is a physical player. Valanciunas is a physical player. Uh, Ingram can shoot and score. McCollum can shoot and score and get to the basket. Trey Murphy can come off the bench and shoot the three. Uh, even Jordan, uh, Dyson Daniels, who uh, yeah. a lot of Wizards fans wanted to draft, he's a versatile player. So Jordan Hawkins, who's from the DMV, he can shoot the he can shoot the three really really well. Alvarado, scrappy, yeah. This is a really bad matchup for the Wizards. Yeah. This is not good. No, I mean you no can say it about every team, but this is not a good matchup for the Wizards. Nah, no bueno, <laughs> not good. <laughs> um, I guess. I think that this is definitely a game where Weston Sell Jr. can kind of mix and match, make it a tall lineup. Um, maybe consider seeing what Bilal Kulabali can do at the two, you know, and, go and make it a tall lineup. Um, that's where I'm at. You know, Gafford at the five, Kuz, Denny, see what Bilal can do at the two and start Jordan Poole at the point guard. Because I think, with, you know, one of the things with the season being, I'm not going to call it the first year to rebuild, it's a transitional year, but um, mix and match, man. You know, that's why I said I want to see a lot more of that from Weston Sell, man. The Mitch and match game plan, you know, don't roll out the same lineup every game, you know, the game plan. Because if you look at their starting five, it's a tall lineup, man. I mean, Herb Jones is six seven, Brandon Ingram is up there. I mean, CJ McCollum is six three, so he's around your average. I mean, but really, you know, still got a little size for a point guard. But you know, I mean, Zion, he's a beast, so that, that I mean, that's gonna be interesting to see who they roll out against Zion, man, because he's just such a beast. And then Valachunas, man, he always cooks us. So that's definitely going to be a big matchup for Gaff, man, because Valachunas is a guy who can he can spread the floor. You know, you sit out there and he can hit threes. So he's definitely going to lure Gaff out of the paint. So to me, they're going to attack the paint, which I would, because we're a bad rebounding team. We can't guard the paint. So, you know, I think the game plan is if I was the Pelicans, I would lure Gaff out, definitely keep him around the perimeter and eat up the paint. But, yeah, I am definitely think this is a game where see what Kabbalah can do starting at the two. You know, give Jordan Poole the ball for point guard for this game and see what he can do, push space and see what we can do. But this is an ugly game for this, for us, man. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. see us winning this. I mean, New Orleans, man, they look solid. I mean, I think they, they look so good without Zion that I think he might be a dark horse to get moved at the deadline. Because, I mean, if you look at the squad, because Zion, we know what his issues are. Can't put the fork down. I mean, you know, he's, he's been put on notice, <laughs> you know, this year. <laughs> that saying that, you know, you need to get in shape or, you know, I think that they have to – they have to sell low. In my opinion, I think this is the perfect opportunity to move Zion. Because look at their, look at their starting five: McCollum, Ingram, Jones. They got a nice squad. So yeah, I'm not saying this is a loss, man. But I want to see Bilal at two guard. So that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, and uh, McCollum he just came off the uh, came back from a collapsed lung. Yeah, uh, Zion. You know he's had his struggles with you know um, diet and whatnot, and he had the whole thing with the. Uh, Hit some off the court things that I won't get into with you know some women and some <laughs> ladies for sure, um, but we'll keep it basketball for sure. Uh, but yeah, as far as Bilal, yeah, I want to see him you know match up against Zion. I think that would be an interesting matchup because Zion has about a hundred pounds on on Bilal. Yeah, so I know Zion's going to try to post him up and take him to the basket for sure. Denny, how is he going to defend Zion? That's going to be huge. Safety with Brandon Ingram, uh, but it's just ball movement. Doing their best to rebound, keep these guys off the board, play with some physicality. Yeah. Um. Even if Gallo's in their Mascala, just play with some physicality. Play physicality. Play with some toughness. Do your best to rebound the ball because they they certainly will 
try to uh, put push push the Wizards around and get some off of the boards, put backs, and all kinds of stuff. So, um, yeah, this game is going to be about toughness and physicality, which is 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 a tough tough matchup for the Wizards. Um, they get to the free throw line a lot uh, because of Zion for sure. Right now, the Pelicans they're like top ten in free throw attempts. Same thing as with the with the Sixers. Yeah, they're fourth in free throw attempts with twenty fifth in free throw percentage. So defending without foul is going to be huge. Uh, walling up a Zion. I do remember when Gafford blocked Zion. He's he blocked Zion twice. Uh, Zion, um, Gafford's first year here. Yeah. And um, let's see if he can keep it up and do that. So th- that's that's just a big thing for me. Tyus has to play well. Um, we'll see if Johnny Davis is back, Shamet, and some other guys. They're they're not gonna you know push the Wizards to win, but I do want to see Shamet. Shamet helps. He does. He he makes them a little bit more competitive. So I do want to see some guys get healthy. Shamet, Johnny, Gaffer. We'll see if he plays. So um, just try to keep this competitive, and Denny and Bilal improve. That's that's all the things I'm looking for. Yeah, same here, man. So we're gonna go here and roll tonight. Definitely appreciate it, everybody. Um, tomorrow night at seven o'clock, the Washington Wizards are hosting the New Orleans Pelicans. And for you betters out there, the Pelicans are seven and a half favorites to win. I kind of see that happen. <laughs> so, so again, um, again, for you betters, man, Valachunas rebounds. Definitely take a look because um he's definitely gonna feast in DC tomorrow night. So again, appreciate you guys, man. Um, wherever you get your podcast, five star review is much appreciated. And on the YouTube side, man, like, subscribe. Definitely. If you're not a member of Locked On Wizards, man, definitely consider joining us, man. We got a lot of good, good content rolling your way. We might be rebuilding, man, but we still chopping it up over here at Locked On Wizards. So, again, appreciate everybody, man. We will be doing a live recap tomorrow night following the Wizards matchup versus the New Orleans Pelicans. So, definitely tune in, and we're going to be answering questions and having the ball, man. So, appreciate everybody. Hail to the Wizards. And peace. See everybody tomorrow night. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.